0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Just Friends. As always, I'm your host, Mitchell Embry, and this week, our guest is backed by popular demand. She's lovely, she's talented, and she did not want to do this podcast with me. She's my beautiful wife, Miss Sarah Embry. So luckily, the last time I had Sarah on, things went pretty okay. She approved of the episode for the most part. And so she was gracious enough to agree to come back on for another round two episode, The Return of Sarah Embry. And it's a hallmark episode. It's exciting. It's the very first time ever that we've had cameras set up and operating in the studio that actually captured the entirety of the conversation that we had. Now, here's the deal. I still have some figuring out to do. I still have some editing to do. But I do plan to release video of this podcast on patreon eventually once i've got everything figured out if you're curious about patreon and how to become a patron you need to check out justfriendspod.com there are links there to subscribe to the show which i always forget to ask you guys to do but you definitely should you can listen to all the episodes there if you'd like there's merch there's info about me and just friends podcast and there are links to the patreon page where you can become a patron for as little as five dollars a month And you will officially gain access to the video version of Just Friends Podcast. So this is an exciting new arena that I'm entering into and I'm looking forward to doing some fun things with it. But guys, we're sitting on an hour and a half of what really turned into kind of a candid sneak peek into the average conversation that Sarah and I have with one another. And let me tell you, we didn't hold back. I say some things about my workplace that I probably shouldn't say and Sarah's a pervert, which becomes insanely obvious in this episode. So I definitely think you're going to enjoy listening to it. It's something a little bit different than I've made before, and I'm excited to share with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, I'm pleased to introduce to you my conversation with my beautiful wife, Miss Sarah Embry. How do you feel?
1: Good. Reading an article about COVID-19, though, that's kind of sad.
0: That is sad, but that's a perfect segue to kind of just what I want to talk to you about. Hello. Hey, what's up, girl? (laughs) What was your article saying?
1: Well, this article specifically was about respiratory therapists and how they get overlooked, but how we've really relied on them during the pandemic, which is true.
0: Why do they get overlooked?
1: I think because doctors and nurses are the ones who people think about. They don't think about the people in the background, like, RTs and physical therapists who are also doing a lot of work. Oh, I moved a lot. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you j- just fine, yeah. <clears throat> and your waveform looks great, so you're, you're solid. Oh,
1: I have a good waveform? You do. <laughs> sure, you have a good waveform, babe. Girl,
0: you're so sweet.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm double fisting with coffee and margarita right now. I'm not sure which one to drink first.
0: Do you want to be in, uninhibited or awake more?
1: I mean I, I want both, don't I?
0: Yeah, but which one do you want more? I'm not sleepy. Then booze. I need coffee because I am sleepy.
1: Yeah, you worked all day.
0: Yeah, if you can if you can call what I do at work work. <laughs> it is for about the first three hours until I run out of shit to do. <laughs> and I'm like,
1: God damn. And then you're bored.
0: And then I'm bored, yeah. Today I wrote stand up comedy.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: It was awesome. It's it's actually I got I'd say I probably got maybe Five solid minutes now.
1: So you still have downtime at the office. It's just, you're not here.
0: And I have projects that I am supposed to be working on, and I am working on them, and I'll have them ready by the time that they're supposed to be done. But I want to talk about you. I want to talk about your COVID 19 experience and your 2020 experience because you are in the healthcare field. And I know that there was like this big bracing of things at first for a crazy surge that never really happened. And now, it seems like it's that's kind of going on, doesn't it?
1: Well, it happened. It just didn't happen in the way people thought it would. They expected, like, the absolute worst. Luckily, we didn't get there, but it, it there was a surge back in the beginning. Yeah. Our ICU was almost full of COVID patients. I mean, that's a surge. <laughs> that never happens <laughs> with, like, the flu or, you know, any other virus.
0: But you guys have prepared so much up to that point because it was, so much in the forefront of everyone's mind that you felt like you were prepared to deal with it. Then
1: I guess it feels different because then everything else was shut down too. Like restaurants were closed, and every everything else was shut down. There weren't surgeries. There were less people in the hospital. Nurses were furloughed. Not me, not my coworkers, but nurses that I work with in the hospital. Mm-hmm.
0: It felt like the world had y'all's back. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. You were there doing your job, but everybody around you was also doing their job to not be making your job hard. <laughs> and now it doesn't seem like people are doing that and you're full of COVID patients. Yeah. And people are dying left and right. And you got assholes like my bosses who are like, We're we're <laughs> essential to our vendors. Yeah. It's like suck a dick, bro. People are dying.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't really have enough reason to be in person, I don't think. Um, Most
0: a lot of places don't, but yeah. a lot of places are choosing to be responsible and they're staying at home, which is which is good. Yeah, but not a lot of people are. Kind of like you were saying.
1: Yeah, and I think like people are just kind of like, eh, well, it's just COVID. Like that's just the thing now. But like, no, it's it is the thing, and people are still dying from it. It's not gone, and nurses and doctors who are dealing with it constantly are exhausted, and they're overworked, and they're, you know, they're frustrating frustrated too even more so i think than people because they're having to take care of these patients
0: yeah that was kind of true though before covid wasn't it yeah i mean when you say that about healthcare, i mean we've talked about service industry jobs your brother is a police officer i was a teacher you're a nurse those jobs the tendency to be overworked and underappreciated is high in those jobs
1: Yeah, I mean, they're service-oriented jobs, which is part of why I love nursing, because I do enjoy that service aspect of it, that you're helping somebody else. I mean, that's a big draw to it, at least most of the nurses I know. So yeah, that was going on before the pandemic, but it's just, I guess it is the fact that society is not really recognizing it anymore as being such a big issue, like they were initially, but I think initially they were because we didn't know what it was.
0: I think it's more, we're just so over it. Yeah, We already struggle as a nation to pay attention to anything for a very long time. (laughs) And so now we've had COVID since February. I haven't had COVID since February.
1: (laughs) That'd be really bad.
0: The country has had COVID since February. And everybody's just over it.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: And then also, the risk isn't in most people's faces, like it is your face. Like, I have friends who have COVID. They're usually young, and so it's not kicking them too bad in the balls. but. (laughs) You see old people dying from it every day, so it's it's more tangible. It's right in your face.
1: Yeah, and not just old people. I mean, I see young people die from it, too. All ages.
0: I choose not to believe that that's true. It's true. I don't want it to be true, so it's not.
1: Most of America, newsflash, most of America is extremely unhealthy.
0: I don't think that's a newsflash. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. If, I think you just have to look down. Most people just have to look
1: down. Like, yeah, If there's a pandemic, it's going to do some damage. Like, it's not just old people. It's average americans who are yeah maybe a little bit unhealthy but they're also getting extremely sick and sometimes dying from this
0: but they're also Americans, sarah which means they're better than normal well, people look, so it's... they're <laughs> immune to viruses okay don't you know is that what? Yeah, a... <laughs> duh
1: i didn't know that's what it meant okay yeah i feel like we never started are we starting oh we've totally started, started. okay
0: what did you put in this coffee
1: coffee yeah and creamer yep. that's all yeah it's tasty I put a lot of that creamer. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) We have three bottles of it in our fridge and I don't even drink it. So it's all yours.
0: I know. That's awesome. You bought that three pack. I was like,
1: sweet. You you can't try mine. I was going to offer you mine because it has macadamia nut milk in it.
0: I took a little sip one time of your macadamia nut milk. Did you
1: you break out? I didn't
0: have any real reaction to it. No.
1: Has she ever been on the podcast? I
0: don't know. Willow, have you ever been on the podcast, baby? Willow,
1: come here. <laughs> Ooh, this is soft. She loves it because it's soft. Oh,
0: she little wiggle, wiggle her little butt.
1: <laughs> she's not fat,
0: guys. Our cat Willow has gotten a little fat, and she's
1: normal size, eleven not gonna, pounds. I'm not
0: placing blame. That's on a normal sized cat. But Sarah got our cat fat.
1: <laughs> no, well, I didn't. Definitely didn't. You got our dog fat before I even met you.
0: Winnie just reflects me. She's just an extension of me. So when I'm a little fat, Winnie's a little fat, and that's where we're at right now. <laughs> it's rough.
1: No. I don't
0: love it. Like if you want to know how I'm doing, just ask just ask Winnie how she's doing.
1: Winifred seemed happy today. How she, are you doing? I'm
0: feeling all right. <laughs> I'm feeling okay. Yeah, I don't know, COVID. We were talking about it yesterday, like I've Who been was? watching you and I were.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday. How like I've been talking about how yeah, COVID nineteen's hitting people rough and it's it's got people down and stuff like that, and it obviously is doing that to me. But I'd kind of been ignoring it. <laughs> I'd kind of been ignoring it, but it's definitely it's definitely putting a damper on things, which is lame. And it's real. It really is like the the isolation that makes it hard. The the disconnection from from friends and family. Even though we have had the opportunity to engage with people in that way, it's just like the knowledge that it's not really the responsible thing to do makes you err away from it so it happens less. Mm -hmm. And it was already at a place where it wasn't happening enough before COVID.
1: Well, and I don't know if you feel this way, but it's like after I get together with somebody, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, what if I gave them COVID? Like, now I feel bad. I feel guilty for hanging out with my friends. And that's not a feeling that is okay. I mean. I don't feel
0: that way. Because my friends are equally as likely to give me COVID as I am to give them COVID. So it's like a fair, it's like an open game. It's like how we don't really buy each other presents for our birthdays mm-hmm. because we offer the gift of not expecting a present on our birthday.
1: That is a gift, actually.
0: It's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, you know, if you give me COVID, I'm still going to love you because I'm probably going to give it right back to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's just because I work with COVID patients. So I feel like.
0: Yeah, well, that makes sense. I don't understand. I could
1: be exposed and not even know it.
0: Right, right. Obviously,
1: I'm not. I am I wear PPE, but that's a risk, I guess. Get
0: I down don't... with O-P-P-E. <laughs>
1: no. Mm-mm. You didn't like that one? <laughs> no.
0: Damn. Uh-oh, is that the ring? Oh, that's oh, our food. Oh, shoot. Dinner's here. Are you going to go get it? Yeah, let's pause.
1: Take it off.
0: It's not that kind of podcast.
1: <laughs> you do have cameras now.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about the video aspect though. I was really I was really excited when I found those things. The thing that stops me from progressing is fear of spending money.
1: I'm aware. You do not spend money well. I
0: hate it. I hate it. I bought those two cameras. Where? It was I bought them on Amazon. Combined, they were about $90. They're so cheap. And uh they're doing I'm super happy with the job. That I'm so happy.
1: Good. Now, I mean, could you spend, though, like, 10 bucks on, like, some underwear that don't have holes in them, maybe?
0: Sarah, <laughs> what I'm trying to build here <laughs> is a narrative that explains that I get the best out of what I buy. And oh. I pride myself
1: on that. So you're S- going to sew them back together. Yes, what
0: that's saying. what I'm saying. I literally just sewed a, pair, a hole in a pair of pants, like, two days ago.
1: I'm going to sneakily go in your closet and throw away your pants.
0: Is sneakily a it, word? I won't
1: even have to do it very sneakily (laughs) (laughs) what would you use
0: I'm going to be sneaky I'm going to sneak into I don't know sneakily I like it it's a good word
1: I can't think of that word what's that word though I'm gonna go behind your back and throw away your pants that's fine that's fine (laughs) only the ones that have holes in them
0: they're perfectly good pants
1: (laughs) you okay you got the vid Mm. You've learned a lot along the way, though. I mean, you've been doing a podcast for almost a year.
0: I love learning. It's one of my favorite things to do. So that's why I really enjoy it. It's been fun <sighs> for me.
1: Yeah. I love learning whenever I don't have like a test or something at the end of it to like have to pass or have to learn towards. Just learning in general and learning to be better is exciting.
0: You've been studying for your CCRM yeah. test.
1: Yeah, I have. Take it in January. Uh-huh. How's that going? I probably shouldn't say that. It's w- going.
0: Why? Just in case you don't?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Or in case I fail. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, oh well. If you fail, you just do it again.
1: That's true. That actually is true. It's like it's just a test. You just retake it. It's not yeah. a big deal. I don't know why that's such a big deal, but it is. It's anxiety driving.
0: Did you get test anxiety when you
1: were a kid? No, never. So yeah, and I never, know. never did I ever get anxiety in nursing school, which was extremely tough. The only time I had test anxiety was when I took my boards exam, my NCLEX because it was just, there was so much riding on this one test. Yeah. It was whether or not I could be a nurse. <laughs> and that's a lot of pressure.
0: I've felt that maybe one other time, too. And I failed that test. <laughs> <It> sucked.
1: <laughs> I passed mine. Nice, nice.
0: You know, I usually get excited for tests. Ugh, because they're a what challenge. is wrong with I'm you? excited to see how good I can do on
1: it. <laughs> That's actually that is true. Like the practice tests and stuff for this CCRN have been fun because, like, ooh, like how well can I do? I've been a nurse for a few years. Do I know this? But, um, but no, it is stressful. It's it's stressful.
0: I've even thought about taking the ACT again. Yeah, just because when I was teaching, I was working with kids, teaching them how to do well on those types of tests and yeah. stuff like that. I You'd think, probably I, I ace I think I it. could get a 36.
1: Yeah, I guarantee but you But I'm good. not going to fucking pay for it. What that. about, did you all take the SATs? Is that a thing?
0: There, That was a thing that you could do, obviously, but it was mostly if you were planning on going to an out-of-state school. Okay, so do only people kids who still doing... do that? Now it's become more common for even out-of-state schools to accept the ACT. Hmm. So most kids just take the ACT.
1: Okay, that's what we, I did.
0: I did, too. Uh, but I do know a person who took the SAT. Hmm. She was cool. Her name was Kristen. Shout out, Kristen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about COVID. Yes, I, really, we were. I mean, I don't really know where to go from there. It's still a thing. It's still surging. It's still bad. Yeah. And I don't know how long it will be. I mean, obviously, there's vaccines coming out now, so that's kind of interesting. I'm skeptical
0: about this new one.
1: I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Honestly, I... I've heard side effects. I've heard good things. I've heard bad things, but that's any vaccine, and it's new and it's fast. So, but it's exciting because I mean, ultimately, yeah, we need a vaccine. We need something to fight this, and we don't have that. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm 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 usually I'm pro vaccine. I think vaccines are awesome, especially the good ones. I don't mean, get like, me started. We cured polio, <laughs> but. Because I'm not trying to put out, like, an anti-vaxxer vibe. No no, 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 I mean, I know people who are anti-vaxxers. Get vaccinated. I disagree with you, so I'm sorry.
1: I disagree with you, too.
0: But um, <laughs> skepticism about vaccines, like this new one, makes sense. Because there have been vaccines where bad things have happened. Yeah. And we're just testing it. And this is a very specific new, new type of... Event. I
1: think anything you put into your body should be a concern. It should be something you think about more than just, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it because you tell me to.
0: Yeah, well, you married me, so you're a hypocrite.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's ridiculous. (laughs) No, but really, like, get vaccinated.
0: But I have heard that, like I told you, the mRNA vaccines. But okay,
1: it's side effects. It's a headache. I can live with a headache. I I mean, I can. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, I I guess if you're extremely at risk, are you going to not get it because of the side effects. I mean, even if they're just headaches.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. If I was like a 85-year-old man, I'd probably be like, I'll take the side effects because they're not going to kill
1: me. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's part of it.
0: Unless they could.
1: Vaccines have side effects. That's part of it too, is like, I've heard of a lot of people have really bad reactions to the flu shot or to the Gardasil vaccine, especially, Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's uncomfortable, it's painful. Yeah. You're putting something in your body, so your body's going to react to it, but- I mean, COVID kills people and it also prolongs hospital stays. I mean, these patients that are getting really sick from it are in the hospital for a very long time. So I mean it seems worth the side effects in that instance. But that's not everybody. That's very few, you know, small group of people.
0: Who are having side effects or who are very very Who are likely... getting critically ill out of the
1: entire world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is significant. It's mostly
0: super unhealthy people, right? People with mostly pre-existing conditions, probably obese, probably old, most likely, right? I compromised <laughs> people.
1: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> sure. Yes and no. I don't know. I don't want to judge everybody on what they... Ultimately, yes, the people who are getting extremely sick have other comorbidities or things going on, but it is affecting people who we didn't know they had comorbidities or who... You just
0: don't want to admit it because you want me to be more cautious about COVID. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I do. I know. Um, I am being
0: pretty cautious about COVID.
1: You are. I agree.
0: You just want me to be more cautious about hygiene and stuff in general.
1: Well, that makes you sound like a slob. Well, I totally
0: am a slob. (laughs) I mean, I'm a stinky foot, stinky breath, stinky ass slob. This is true. Yeah. That
1: is true. But no, I mean, I just see patients every day who are so sick from things that you might consider minor. So it's significant.
0: But I have the immune system of a great white shark, Sarah. I don't get Do great white
1: sharks have good immune systems? I don't think they do. I have
0: an immune system of an Atlantic great lobster.
1: Okay, I took marine biology as a college course, and it was my lowest grade in college. It was my lowest grade. That's not true. No.
0: Which part's not true?
1: The fact that you're comparing your immune system to that of marine animals.
0: I made up the, the second marine animal. <laughs> a I don't great, think what did you say? A great, Atlantic great Atlantic lobster. Atlantic
1: great lobster. There are very large lo- lobsters, but I don't I don't think that's a thing. Did you
0: know that lobsters most likely live forever?
1: Most likely? Unless killed. I'll say they, they get eaten. It appears, eat them.
0: though, that if they don't get eaten, they will live forever. And that's where the big ones come from. They're hundreds they of years old. If they just don't
1: get eaten. They don't get injured?
0: I mean, I'm sure sometimes they do. And if they did, they would die. But if that doesn't happen... They will live,
1: Interesting. you know, until
0: the eventual heat death of the universe.
1: Well, okay, let's. Or I mean, or like Jesus Christ comes back, and okay, that could happen too. That's but, not gonna happen, though. Yeah, okay. That's not real. Let's not get into that. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, I did have a professor in college um, in pathophysiology who swore that our downfall would be a pandemic, uh-huh. and it would be potentially made up in a lab. It could be some kind of attack. Or it could be just be something that happened to the human race. And it was kind of scary in college, like thinking about that and hearing her talk about it. Because she was so serious. (laughs) But then now I'm like, okay, well, the coronavirus pandemic, like that's a concern. And that's kind of scary that she talked about that while I was in school. And I, I honestly feel for nurses now coming out of school because all they know is coronavirus. The new grads and stuff that are coming out now on specifically my unit. Uh, that's all I see.
0: That's a bummer. Oh, Willow, you're so sweet.
1: Willow. We have both of our children in this room.
0: W- Winnie's down here too?
1: Yeah, she's right there. Hanging out. Where? Oh, my oh gosh, there's right a there.
0: girl. Come here, baby. There's my pretty winners.
1: <laughs> she's old, Mitchell.
0: Yeah, I know she is. She's getting old. She's got gray all in her face. and It bums me out a little. I know. God, now they're both on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love you. Oh, man. This is the perfect
0: episode to have a video aspect. Yes. We were talking about your uh, professor who was talking about pandemics.
1: pandemics. The other thing, I think I think it was that professor that I talked about was like, yeah, I have no issues with the flu shot, whatever. Like, you know, obviously it has benefits, uh, but what about like a flu shot every year for 50 years? Has there been any studies done on that? Like, is that a concern? Not. Of course not. Yeah. So... She brought up some good points to be thoughtful about and concerned about. But, um, yeah, ultimately, I think nobody really kind of thought about that or really believed her until now, until COVID has been a thing.
0: Honestly, she was probably more trying to talk you guys into thinking for yourselves and just yeah. using that as a example. Because you should try to think that way about everything, you know, like try to see all the little nuanced things. And it's also hard to think about things like to scale because we only live to be like 100 years old, the average human. You know, so 100 years seems like a long time.
1: It seems like it, but I think the average human, well yeah, but but think, 100 years is not a very long time. No. <laughs> it's not that long. No. It's it's like, it's like barely a blip. Anything. It's like it's a little anything. Whenever you think about history, that makes me feel extremely insignificant because i'm like oh my gosh like i saw a picture the other day of i think you were looking at pictures of really old city or really cities and really old pictures
0: yeah what they used to look like in 1920s yeah yeah. what
1: they used to look like versus what they look like now and i was like oh my gosh we're so insignificant like i mean those people yeah they influenced us today but they're gone
0: they are weird to think about i just think about how much different the world is from then Because usually a hundred years, not much changes for humans. Like, if you go back a hundred years, tons has changed. If you go back another hundred years, quite a bit has changed. Tons has changed. But if you go back another hundred years, it's
1: (laughs) kind of the same. (laughs) I kind of wish I lived then. And then
0: another hundred years, it's like, (laughs) this is the same shit. We've been doing this same shit for 250 years. I'd
1: like to live that. And then if you keep
0: going back, it's like... We've been doing this same shit for two... The Egyptians did the same shit pretty much for like 2,000 years. Maybe even longer. If, you know, the crazy shit that I like to read about is true.
1: You think that's just technology? Yeah,
0: the ability to communicate. That's what humans do in a way that no other species is able to do.
1: But I don't feel like we communicate well or effectively in this day and age. I think we're getting over the peak of good communication. And now we're just on a downward... Slope that leads to nothing. Like, I disagree. (coughs) We don't talk, we just assume
0: we don't have the biological hardware to process information fast enough. We can receive and come in contact with information so much faster than we can process that information because of our meat brains. What's the solution? I don't think there's a solution. I think, honestly, I lean more towards the solution is let's let's live in a world with less data, and and okay. ag- have aggregates in place that only give us the best data. You know, take ever take all the shit data out, rather than have access to all data because that's what we kind of have now.
1: How would you regulate that? How would you make? That I don't a thing? know. There, I'm just talking. It's out of impossible. My ass. It is impossible. You're talking
0: about why you talk? Why you
1: asking me like? <laughs>
0: Realistic <laughs> questions. I'm just thinking.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, thoughts should have some kind of resolution. They should have some kind of goal.
0: That's what you seem to think.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't
0: as- ascribe to that. Tr- that thought. ever
1: you just you just think to think. Yeah, you don't think to a purpose.
0: No, and that's a problem. I think you're actually right. I think I might agree with you. I think I spend way too much time thinking about shit that doesn't matter.
1: Yes, you do.
0: And that's why I need to try to turn them. Into stories so that they can actually have a purpose.
1: (laughs) Making other people laugh or think. I think you're pretty smart when you want (sighs) to be. Until you
0: you should listen to this podcast that I listened to recently.
1: I don't have enough time, babe. Like, oh my goodness, I do not have enough time to listen to podcasts. How do you do it? How do people who podcast have the time to listen to podcasts? That is an honest question.
0: I do it while I'm doing other things.
1: Yeah, okay. While I'm in the car, I listen to podcasts.
0: Uh-huh. While I'm cleaning the house, I listen to podcasts while I'm cutting the grass. I listen to podcasts while I'm walking the dog, I listen to podcasts. While I'm moving data around stupid spreadsheets at work, I listen to podcasts.
1: I can't listen to podcasts in work. I can't. Literally. I can't
0: do it as well as I could if I wasn't. Like, I don't <laughs> listen to po- <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts when I work on things I give a shit about. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> that I want actually to turn out really well at the end.
1: Yeah. I'm more of a music or just call somebody. Yeah. I talk to people on the phone.
0: And we've talked about that, how for me, podcasts is that. Yeah. I'm I, What I'm searching for, what I'm seeking out is... Community. Communi- the companionship, really, even. Yeah. I just want to hear people talking around me, so I don't feel like I'm by myself. And that's kind of what I want to produce. And that's why I was like, it'd be cool if I had a podcast that, that was just the actual people that I like. <laughs> They're my friends that I hang out with. Well, that's this. That's what this is, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but perhaps you're right. Maybe I should spend more time thinking about things that haven't a means to an end, that are means to an end.
1: I don't think you know what those are until you start thinking about them, so.
0: No, I think I just want to wanna tell stories, and I want to be.
1: You are a good storyteller.
0: Creative. I'm not. I need to get better at it. I need to practice come. more.
1: You're better than me. You're comfortable in front of people and you are funny and you are good at watching people and how they react to what you say.
0: I paid her to say this stuff.
1: <laughs> no, uh he didn't.
0: She's right, I didn't.
1: That just comes with the marriage.
0: I appreciate that. That's sweet of you to say. Thank you. But I see people who are so much better at it than me.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's the world. There are how many people, babe? That's a good point. I mean, like, you tell me not to compare beautiful places on social media to whatever I have now because that's it makes it, I don't know, what would you say the other day? Like, it makes it.
0: Teddy Roosevelt said, and then Ben Edwards said, comparison is the thief of joy.
1: So why do you do it?
0: Because rather than look at places that I might not be able to go, I look at people who might be able to show me the skills that would help me go to those places. Still
1: comparison.
0: It is. You're right. And it does bum me out, but it also inspires me to want to be better.
1: That's the thing. Is and to you want to shouldn't do more. let it bum you out. If you're going to focus that much on comparison in order for it to like in order for it to actually bum you out, yeah, that's a problem. But if you are able to just use it as inspiration that's not a problem.
0: Well, you're well, I think I like to use it as inspiration but I am sometimes disappointed at myself for taking so long to realize how I could get better at these things. You know? And but now I am trying to do it like I've been writing, which has been fun. I'm writing in a lot of different ways. I need to make sure that I'm diligent about going back and finishing older projects that I've started. Because there's always something new that's popping into my brain and I get started working on it.
1: Yeah, that's annoying because I would like to finish that short story that you started and that you sent me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want to know what happens. It's like you left me hanging. Yeah, but
0: that's a big project. Here's the thing. I
1: know, but I want an answer. Well,
0: this is what I've started. This is what I've started to realize. I started with this huge concept and it was too big. It would take me a super long time. And I want that concept to be a thing that I create. But I've got to get good at writing before I try to do that. So I needed to practice. So I was like, okay, I'm going to practice with a shorter short story.
1: You got to finish that story before you focus on anything else. Seriously. You left me hanging.
0: You're going to have to wait probably about six months.
1: Okay. I can wait six months.
0: I'll go back to it, spend a couple of hours working on it, and get like, you know, a couple more pages every once in a while until it pops out. But then the process starts of reading it, editing it changing it, condensing it. In my mind, I I imagine it as like a big long script that slowly gets truncated down into more concentrated and concise versions Yeah. until every word has a purpose. Every sentence has a purpose to where it's just the most, it's just the essence of what the story is. It tells the story in the most concise and efficient way possible.
1: So what drew you to writing. I mean, how is that?
0: How did this become you interviewing I me? Know, I know.
1: I I didn't mean it to, but it has. Well, because I'm not creative in, in any way. I disagree. How am I creative?
0: You make those scrapbooks. You like to take Ugh. pictures all the time.
1: <laughs> Taking pictures makes me creative. <laughs> I don't take great pictures.
0: Well, you don't try to take great pictures. Mm. Okay, that's not your purpose. Your, the purpose in that picture is not for it to look beautiful; it's to capture a memory for you. So that's why True. it's different.
1: But see, I don't have that creative like side of me that I draw towards. Like I've, I spend time on.
0: Well, I disagree. I, I've seen your camera roll, and that <laughs> is kind of a work of art. It's no, like,
1: that's only because I've been to pretty places. It's
0: like, but no, it's like this thoughtscape of Sarah, like <laughs> the things that you're really interested in and that you think a lot okay. about. It's full of that.
1: I guess that's true. So you're saying everybody has a creative side. Everybody.
0: If you're making something that wasn't there before, you're creating something. You know?
1: Even by talking?
0: Yeah. I think this process right now is me being creative. (laughs) I agree. And obviously, like, now I'm capturing it, and that's creative, too. And then there's a video aspect, which you can see it. So now it's a visual art also, which is interesting and i'm thinking about trying to make it prettier all the time and to make it sound better all the time but i used to think i wasn't creative cuz i didn't realize what that meant does that make sense
1: what does it mean to be creative
0: i mean i used to think of it as like you had to be like a person who draws Who's or a good person at something? who you know pre- makes music or make, or yeah or even to be you had to be good at well, it
1: well versus just doing it
0: yeah just doing it and and just doing it is the thing Yeah. That's how you get good at it. Yeah. And that's what sucks because now I have this thing that I want to be doing like a lot of the time. (laughs) I don't have a lot of time to do it. But that's what's cool is because when I do get to do it, it's really fun.
1: (laughs) Well, it's also like a hobby for you. Mm -hmm. See, I feel like my hobbies are not creative. Well, I guess they could be. Yeah. Hmm.
0: No, yeah, you're right though. Your hobbies are a little bit more. You express yourself physically a little bit more than me. Which is weird.
1: Why is that weird? Because you're a
0: girl, and I think that those roles are a little bit more inverted.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, they're just they're just gender roles, so they're based on like basically nothing yeah. really. But yeah, like I don't express myself in sports or in in physical ways, really, other than being just dramatic. <laughs> then, then yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you like to ride your horsey.
1: Yeah, I never, ex- uh, I never thought of it as expressing myself, but that is probably what it is. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. My horsey. Oh, <laughs> Running. I enjoy running. I ran three miles today. Thank yeah, you very much. I
0: hate running.
1: I love it.
0: I don't know how you could love it.
1: So much fun.
0: You're built like a person who would run. Uh, okay. Little tiny feet, little skinny legs, all long legs, <laughs> and then a little tiny little upper body with long skinny arms.
1: <laughs> that makes me a runner. I'm not very fast. I just do it.
0: You just float away. You piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <gasps> you, you do just sound drift little... away off in front of me yeah. Well... off into the distance me and Winnie are just back there Winnie's tugging on me Winnie like can't why can't handle. we keep up with no, she
1: can't keep up with me I've tried I would like a dog that I can, I can run with that, that our next dog babe I,
0: I would too so you stop asking me to go
1: <laughs> no but you need to go I mean I need to
0: find something that I can do that's not running because running just I hate it so much and I do like that aspect of it it's like discipline thing like i'm just going to make myself do this thing that i hate
1: no that's not how i see it
0: that's how i see it
1: that's not how i see it and but, that's why i enjoy it
0: but the last few times i went running like my knees and my ankles have hurt cuz i've gotten fatter and i'm just like you know what i need especially right now maybe if i when i do lose some weight and i get back to where i was like cruising at like this time last year perhaps i'll run again but i'd like to do something different no
1: i don't see running that way i see it as just like Getting clear-headed and enjoying the let off of some steam.
0: I understand that. It's like a meditation to you. and
1: I It also, is like a meditation. I also feel that.
0: I've gone running when I was pissed. Yeah. And come out the other side of it not as pissed.
1: I need somebody to run with, basically. No, but I get that. I mean, that's extremely frustrating. I do have a lot of aspects like that you need to be able to be a runner. So mm-hmm. it's easier probably for me. I'm built like for a you.
0: troll. <laughs> like a fucking dwarf. No, you're not. My fingers. My fingers. I have the (laughs) shortest fingers.
1: (laughs) Can I have the widest feet?
0: (laughs) You know, Anger from uh, what's that? What's that Pixar movie?
1: I was asking you that yesterday. Um, Inside Out?
0: Inside Out.
1: I just watched that for the first time a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, we watched it together. I told you.
1: No, 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 no. I watched it. You fell asleep. And didn't watch any of it.
0: I was like, hey, let's watch Inside Out. It's a really good movie. I watched it with my kids. You're like,
1: oh, is it good? I don't know if it's going to be good. Actually, I was kind of mad at you for watching it with your kids and not with me. A little bit.
0: When? How did you, when did you know that I had done it? You told me. That night?
1: Yeah, you said. I I just watched (laughs) this new movie with my anatomy class or whatever class it was. I'm like what the hell? Like I was here waiting to watch. You remember with you. that
0: from all those time, all those years mm-hmm. ago? Because I didn't. I watched all those that.
1: years ago. That was like two and a half years ago. That's a
0: long ass time that's ago. Not
1: that long.
0: Oh, that's silly.
1: <laughs> I do feel like sometimes I struggle with my memory. Do you ever feel that way? Is it normal?
0: Ooh, sometimes I do, but there's usually a reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not if there's a reason. Just like I don't know. Like you struggle to remember specifics, and then somebody says something, and you're like, oh. Okay.
0: Well, memory is is fallible because the way that we store memories.
1: No, no, I was wrong.
0: Well, it's every time you recall a memory, there may be parts of it that you don't recall, and you'll fill in those parts. Yeah. And then when you store that memory, you store it as this edited version of itself. Mm-hmm. So imagine you recall a situation. I was just talking to TJ the other day. The story I told a story about to Ben Edwards about like. How we had, you know, vandalized this property.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Was this on the podcast? Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. You vandalized a property?
0: small. Uh, so then a very, a little bit.
1: By taking down their confederate flag. We, yes, yeah, I that was one them, property. Okay. That was
0: one property. And then, like, a, a couple of evenings later, we chopped down somebody's tree at another property. With Whoa. some hedge trimmers. I Dang. remember a butcher knife. TJ was like, nah, bro, it was hedge trimmers. Hedge, I also. A tree? Yes, I also remember lighting the flag on fire and Whoa. dropping it on a thing. Turns out, and I do remember this now. We lit it on fire at TJ's house. We were like, "Let's burn this Confederate flag because it's wrong." Right. We couldn't get the light on fire, so we we're like, "You know what? Let's just take it to this place and put it on this." Cause... So you
1: stole it from somebody's house. Uh huh. And you took it somewhere so to onto...
0: destroy it. We tried to destroy it. We couldn't destroy it. So then we took it to these people that we Scissors? also didn't like, and a knife put it on their well and chop down their tree.
1: You chop down their tree? What? Why? That's pretty rough. Angsty
0: kids. Yeah, Angsty so kids. I never
1: vandalized. My brother's friends chopped down a tree in our backyard. My dad, like, freaked out. They were all kind of scared of him. But I did break into a place one time. Wow. I was just going with emotions. Oh,
0: my God. What place?
1: It was a country club, and it was late at night, and it was their pool. <laughs> And it was skinny dipping.
0: (laughs) You broke into a pool.
1: Granted, I was like super young and just going with all the people. uh, 14?
0: That's super young. That's super young to be naked with your friends.
1: Well, I never got naked. Ah, I didn't do it. I refused. Chicken shit. Yeah, I was. I was extremely chicken shit. I was with all these other cross country high school girls that did it. It was hysterical though. It was really funny.
0: Last time I went skinny dipping was man camp 2000. Sixteen maybe? Mm-hmm. Potoka Lake.
1: Patoka Lake. Patoka Lake. You getting up in Patoka Lake. Oh
0: yeah, girl. We were uh it was uh we had Whoa. the campsite. We had two campsites, two uh attached campsites side to side right by the boat ramp. It got to be about one o'clock in the morning. We had this uh this is a this is a really awkward story now that I'm telling it out loud. I'm on, excited. On a podcast. Okay, tell me. Uh we had this uh it was like an inflatable mattress and we floated it out into the middle.
1: Is this a parent trap kind of story?
0: of the pond and uh we were playing king of the hill on it and it was really fun naked well the first night no but then the <laughs> second night we were like let's skinny dip
1: oh my so god so we were skinny
0: dipping and then we were like y'all want to play king of the hill again <laughs> and so we did and it was really fun
1: i don't know it was super fun.
0: fun it was more slippery that's weird fully naked <laughs> yeah it was harder i bet it was like more of a challenge <laughs> it was really fun the gladiators used to wrestle naked, Sarah. Uh, it's I nothing mean, weird about it no, at all. No, I'm
1: fine with being naked. I've, I've been skinny dipping since then. But this specific time I was a freshman in high school, I was extremely uncomfortable. I think my parents like encouraged me to go join cross country because they wanted me to like be more rebellious because I was such a rule follower. And so I I didn't skinny dip and I was like trying to convince all the other people like let's go back to the house. Like there are cameras like.
0: Were there cameras? Oh, there were cameras. Oh, God. Yeah. I bet they sold that footage. Ca- I mean, it was definitely. a country club. There are definitely footage of your friends on websites <laughs> all
1: over the place. No, this sure. is early. This is like 2008.
0: <laughs> Totes. Totes. <laughs> you should have seen the websites that me and my friends were on in 2008. You would what? not even believe it. You were it. on websites? Oh, you not like us, but like viewing. Okay. Like snuff films. You could find anything on the internet in 2008. was when well, the internet was like the wild, wild west
1: yeah that's true i guess i wasn't really on the internet teenage
0: skinny dippers no, all yeah of... it's
1: probably there but no i <laughs> i freaked out and so me and a group of girls like took a car back to the house and locked all the other ones out so then there were just naked girls running around the house in a super nice neighborhood but it was funny yeah
0: i went home early and that was that was like high school mitch's dream
1: my parents picked me up early because i felt uncomfortable yeah Cause I was a little baby.
0: How old were you? Fourteen when this happened. Yeah. I got pick. I got picked up early from a, from a sleepover in like seventh grade. But I will say,
1: middle school. Middle Ooh. school. How old was you? Well,
0: how old was the seventh grade?
1: Third. Twelve. Twelve. Eleven. I was 12, probably twelve. Eleven. Going around 12. twelve. Yeah,
0: right 12. around there. And uh, I stayed the night at a friend's house, and we watched this movie. Which was like nothing I've ever seen before. It was, there's lots of wieners in it. There's like lots of nudity.
1: I have a movie that I, yeah, I distinctly remember when I was that old watching and it scarred me for life. I
0: was like, whoa. And then we snuck out of the house and we went and we were throwing rocks at cars over this overpass. What? And they were smoking cigarettes. Sounds was like, That's this bad. is just not my vibe, That's horrible. Okay. Like, I like to read <laughs> sci-fi books. You could like, kill people. D- like, that dude, is bad. Hey, look.
1: I just, you know, they just broke into a pool. Like you threw rocks at people. That was pretty terrible. I threw no rocks, but
0: I observed rocks being thrown. What was the movie? It was called like Orgasmo.
1: Okay. It was like really? a superhero what year was
0: whose powers were he could give you an <laughs> orgasm.
1: That's amazing. With his mind, yeah, no. Why don't you have that power? No, I'm just kidding.
0: I pretty much do.
1: What I year was much
0: this? Two thousand. And... Oh, wait a second now.
1: Whoa. Can 2002, I Google it? maybe. Can I Google
0: it? Yeah, look it up. Orgasmo.
1: Orgasmo.
0: See, that's another thing that I need to do. I need to get screen caps. You do. But then I'd have to sit okay. with like a Whoa. computer in front of me. Are you sure? What was it?
1: Orgasmo is a 1969. I can't say that word. Film starring Carol Baker and Lou Castile.
0: It was a definitely an old movie at the time, even. But this we were watching. 1969
1: it in this year. thriller drama, an hour and a half
0: uh Okay, thriller drama doesn't sound right to me. Thriller drama yeah. doesn't sound right. It's
1: on Netflix, babe It's on net.
0: No, there's no way this movie's on Netflix. Show me. Is it about a superhero? <laughs> Are you reading? The-
1: okay, the Netflix description says, "Oh my god, yes." Well, okay, what's a nice Mormon missionary doing in a porno? Why being the first porn star superhero? Of course, that's exactly.
0: That's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> that's
1: hysterical. We should watch this. Movie. Okay, let's
0: watch it. We should watch it. Yeah. No,
1: okay. The movie for me. Do you want to guess?
0: <sighs> was it Was it a movie? I'm... I mean,
1: I'm older. I mean, I'm younger than yep, you. Yeah.
0: So wait a second now. So and this
1: was this was probably middle to high school that I saw this Good with luck, a group Chuck. of girls, and it was a thriller. Thriller. Like horror, and it freaks nudity? me out to this. Day. Yes.
0: Lots of nudity.
1: Uh, there was some nudity. Like, okay, it says 2009. Scary rated R. 2009. Horror spl- slash splatter? What's well, a splatter like film? Like lots of gore. It got 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. What was it called? It, it was you know, called The Human Centipede.
0: Oh, yeah. The Human Centipede. I actually never saw The Human Centipede, but I had a friend <sighs> who was really into That's it. It's horrible. She really liked it.
1: It's really freaky. I don't even remember half of it, but it was freaky. Well, they sewed
0: that. each other's ma- their mouths
1: to their anus. They were... Th- there were three of them. Yeah. And they were all sewed together. Mm-hmm. Not you know, the anus. That's ultimately. But it's like, how do you make that a movie? Like, really? That was it. That's that's the worst.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. But, you know, I had a friend who was really, she really enjoyed it. She liked the experience.
1: Enjoyed it? It was the,
0: ex- some people are seeking out the experience that you had. You were, a, you were in you college.
1: Had. I was a baby still. That's a so. good
0: point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> how the fuck did we get to this place?
1: I don't know. Should we dinner?
0: Do you want to dinner and come back? Yeah. Okay, let's dinner and come back, guys. Hang tight for us. Do you see that? I see her.
1: She's so cute. Yeah. We snuggled today. Yeah. Did you get my Snapchat? I saw
0: it. She looked chubby.
1: No, she wasn't chubby. She enjoyed a belly rub. What cat enjoys a belly rub? This is why you need to get strays.
0: I have a I have a bit about strays. Tell it. I don't know it right off. It's just I haven't even worked it out.
1: Open mic night.
0: There are some open mic nights. I might try to do some open mic nights, but I really need to work on it a whole lot more.
1: You should. All right.
0: Man, I went to an open mic night one time with Dave Vandelberg, and the, it was in the uh, second floor of this old building, Max, it was Max Doe House. Yeah. They have a. upstairs. Is that not there anymore? Well, it's owned by the same people and it's a different restaurant. Though. Okay. But they would have stand-up up in the upstairs. And the first comic to go on was like this 45-year-old man. And he seemed like he was the nicest guy. He seemed again? so sweet. And oh, no. Oh, no, no. And you could tell that like he was like a business guy. He probably mm. was a pretty successful business person. I'd say probably like 50s. Kind of stocky, short, but fit. Salt-and-pepper hair. Bright blue eyes. Beautiful. He was a beautiful man. And... He was up there, Beautiful. and he, was just, he had confident. He was confident at the mm-hmm. very beginning, and he starts doing his bit, and you could tell that it was just like shit. That no, he did it great. He, you could tell it was just shit that he like told to his family, Aww. and his family had laughed at, it, and they were like, "You should be a stand up comedian." Oh no! And he was like, "I'm gonna give it a shot," and he got up there and started telling these stories, and you could tell he was so excited about them at first. And nobody was laughing. Oh,
1: no. And slowly
0: he he did like probably about six or seven minutes. Was it and, not
1: funny? No,
0: no, none of it was funny at all. It was That's not awful. funny. It was like he was just telling family stories. Well,
1: do you remember in New York City? We went to who, what was it called? The comedy Cellar. Super freaking cool night. Yeah, it was the probably I had not experienced comedy in that way. <sighs> and I want to experience it every day. Like they put our phone in a container. Yeah. <laughs> like it was amazing. But. The girl who opened for the main comic, what was his name? I don't even know his name. Well,
0: it wasn't really, it was just a regular show, so there wasn't really a main comic.
1: Okay, well, the girl who was, like, initially there first. The very first girl. Yeah, she was not funny at all. And I felt bad for her, because not many people laughed. I tried to laugh, like, to make her feel good. <laughs> Is that bad? No. not? <laughs> no, it's nice. I didn't know how to be a spectator at a comedy show.
0: I really didn't. You let that person up there take over your brain. And if they're doing a good job of it, they'll surprise you with what they think for you. And it'll be amusing for you.
1: We should go to more comedy shows because it's fun.
0: It is fun. I'm hungry. If this video does make it up onto Patreon, we're wearing different clothes. It's oh, no. not because Shh. we fucked, which is a hundred percent what you guys think is happening.
1: But right now. we
0: did. We d- in the meantime, yes, we did. Shh. In the meantime, but that's not the reason why. We This is actually not after dinner. This is like the whole next day.
1: Why would you tell them that? What I feel is wrong like like it's with more, you? I
0: feel like it's more transparent just being fully out in the <sighs> open. But I don't have to put this in the podcast recording, the audio recording, mm-hmm. so we can take that out. That's a cool new thing that I'm going to do now.
1: I was wondering. Okay. So I did have a question for you today. You clap at the beginning to like sync the video and audio. But when you edit the audio, are you also editing the video? No. So how do you make a match? So. You leave the video as it is for the, uh, or the audio as it is for the video?
0: I don't want extra work. (laughs) So what I plan to do is I plan to release the video on Patreon completely unedited. Okay. With, with the only parts I plan on cutting out are parts where fucking nothing's happening. But everything else is going to be in there. there. Everything that's said, long, because. because I don't feel like editing the video. Yeah, I'm very comfortable with editing in Audacity. I like that process; it works for me. And so I want to keep editing in there. And if I want to edit the video and and the audio and have them match, mm-hmm. like what I release as just the audio version, also is the same exact thing as the video version. I either can't edit, or I have to edit both at the same time. Okay. And video editing software is not Hard. precise enough. Yeah. To where, I mean, like, I can edit in audacity where, like, I can remove something and you can't even it, tell. You, there's no way you could tell.
1: Yeah, it, video would be harder to do that. And
0: video would be harder to do that because you'd also have jump cuts. One you'd have thing jump you cuts, need you know to do
1: is turn on your light.
0: You think so? Good point. See, that's why I have you. That's <laughs> why you're here.
1: For the details. hmm <laughs> 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 Oh,
0: yes. you're so cute.
1: Why am I cute?
0: I don't know. This is fun. I enjoy just hanging out with you in, in, our stu- in the studio in the basement and just chatting.
1: Yeah. And you know, I did not run today.
0: Oh... Um, I know. Not?
1: I feel very guilty.
0: I know. You sent me a Snapchat at like three <sighs> and you were cuddling with Winifred. I was like, damn, she's been cuddling uh, with Winifred quite a bit today. I ordered some
1: Christmas presents online. Fun. For you and for my, my parents. And I was lazy. And also, part of that was I was No, that's
0: productive, girl.
1: I was extremely sore from yesterday, my run yesterday.
0: Sure. I I was. I had to stretch
1: when I got up. It was a run. Shut up. (laughs) I ran three miles, okay? Hush up.
0: You're good. You did a good job.
1: A lot of physical activity. But yeah, so no, I gave myself a break day. And tomorrow, I will run again.
0: Good for you. Good for you.
1: That's why I can eat three cheese nachos. From you, Qdoba.
0: You know what I hope people don't notice who are watching the video? Actually, I'm not even gonna say it out loud because I'm not gonna release the video.
1: What is wearing the same socks as yesterday. Nobody notices that.
0: Yeah, we were talk we talked yesterday about how I'm a gross, nasty person. So we did not. Yeah, we did. We said talked about how I'm stinky and I'm gross. Well you are stinky and wear the same socks two You're days a dude. In a
1: row. You're a man ultimately means you're stinky and gross, right?
0: No, no. I got some friends who are dudes who are not stinky and gross. Listen,
1: you did not get the correct cootie shot growing up, so I'm convinced you have cooties.
0: Oh, my God. We talked about this in Dave Vandenberg's podcast.
1: Which one is it?
0: Line, line, dot, dot, operation, (laughs) cootie shot.
1: A shot is not an operation. Okay, and first of all, you used to say it was circle, circle, so you completely no. changed your mind.
0: It has always been line, line, dot, dot. A dot is a circle if you think about it exactly. just at the edge, so why would you have two circles? <laughs> Get out of here.
1: Listen, I give vaccines like in my profession, so it's not an operation. It's an intramuscular injection. I do it all the time.
0: Okay, so what do you think it is?
1: Well, now I can't remember if it was circle, circle, or line, line. But I think it's circle, circle, dot, dot, now you got the cootie shot. Uh, Everything about that was wrong. No. Circle, circle, dot, dot, now you got the cootie shot. Uh, uh, I
0: actually like the cadence of that better. Yeah. Circle, circle, dot, dot, now Now you you got the the cootie cootie shot. shot.
1: Mm. Exactly. uh, Uh, It works. uh, uh, uh.
0: It is. It's better. Yeah. But it's actually... Line, line, dot, dot, now you got the cootie shot. Line, line, dot, dot, now you got the cootie shot.
1: Okay, I don't know why, but when, for some reason I want to talk about this. When was your first ever memory? <sighs> ever.
0: I feel like I was probably about three. Whoa,
1: take a minute. Take a minute. Think back to what you actually remember, not what your brain has told you you remember.
0: I think I was about three. Three? And my parents.
1: Three years old. I think so. Whoa.
0: Maybe four, maybe a little bit older. My parents got me a Ninja Turtle blow-up tube for Christmas.
1: Like for a pool or just a blow-up tube? To
0: like climb through.
1: Well, what's the point? It was like a toy. Okay.
0: (laughs) And you could play inside of it.
1: Okay. (laughs) I was three. Okay. Where were you for?
0: Maybe I was four. I was probably four. Only okay. like four makes more sense. Yeah. And it was Christmas and I got Ninja Turtles. I also got a Ninja Turtle mask.
1: I remember dropping gum in my dad's hair.
0: Were you we on his shoulders?
1: Yeah. But I don't know how old I was. But I remember doing it and laughing.
0: Oh, that's mean.
1: I know. But I mean, it was funny. It fell out of my mouth into his hair. I mean, that's funny.
0: I also kind of, I don't know if I remember potty training.
1: I don't at all.
0: But I think I might remember my sister potty training.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Because I have so many stories that my mom's told me about me watching my brother potty train. Which I know is weird. But I mean You're that's younger you, than your brother. Yeah, that's what you do with your siblings. Like they teach you as well. But I don't remember any of it.
0: You watched your you were alive while your brother was potty training?
1: We're not that big of a difference, yeah.
0: How much older is he than you?
1: Two. A little over two years.
0: See, my sister's a little under two years younger than me. And I feel like I was potty trained before she was born.
1: Okay, maybe not potty training, but I remember watching him go to the bathroom. I guess that's more so. That's weird. I remember watching him stand up to pee and it was like, okay, I want to stand up to pee. And I tried it and I peed all over myself. That's normal. That's a girl thing. Okay. I don't um,
0: think that's normal. That's normal. I think that's something you should feel shame about. (laughs)
1: <laughs> You're so rude. I do remember actually going on a hike with my brother and my cousin, who both could stand up to pee very easily. And then I tried to do it and I peed all over my shoes on this hike. So we just had to keep going with like me with pee soaked shoes.
0: You just wanted a wiener? What did you want? Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It's, it's, not,
1: it's so convenient.
0: It is kind of convenient.
1: But no, I mean I figured it out like,
0: now. Then there's a lot of like associated with like how big it is. Okay, and when well small, I don't want do that. It
1: sucks. I figured out now how to pee without on my sh- like pee on my shoes while hiking. So we're good.
0: You Just gotta get you just gotta get like a little squat going, a little wide 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 base.
1: You gotta hug a tree.
0: Oh, that's weird. Okay, I see.
1: Hug that tree
0: makes sense, and then you get the squat going. Mm-hmm. Oh, how willow.
1: oh? That's
0: a good kitty.
1: She has snuggled so hard mm-hmm. today and yesterday. Yeah? hmm
0: Yeah. This has been a good podcast. I know you think probably that it hasn't been a it's good been podcast. Terrible. It's
1: been absolutely terrible. Because we
0: haven't really talked about anything as far no, as you, no, no, you're concerned.
1: You're not asking me questions. You're just wanting me to participate in conversation, and that makes me uncomfortable. I don't know, I don't know how to do that.
0: You did a great job.
1: Are we done? Is it over?
0: It pretty much can be. I feel like we, oh, should, we should just kind of chill and chat until our Qdoba gets here.
1: What is your favorite thing about being married? Doing it. Legitimately. (sighs) What is your favorite thing about being married?
0: You're not going to like my answer.
1: I don't care. What's your answer?
0: My favorite thing about being married. Yes. The financial security that comes from having a partner Mm. who makes more money than me. (laughs)
1: Okay, that's a terrible answer. But I understand it. I don't know that I make that much more than you. You do. Oh, my it's God.
0: It's like $20,000 more a year.
1: Okay, what was your favorite part of our wedding day?
0: Ooh. Mm. I didn't even... The wedding day wasn't as much fun as planning it.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: I liked putting it together almost more than the actual day.
1: Yeah, I think the organizational aspect of it was kind of fun. I think we could have eloped and been just as happy. To be completely honest with you, I think if nobody was there but you and me, we would have been as happy, this might be controversial, as we were with all of our friends Yeah,
0: but I I enjoyed putting... I liked throwing the party. The party was fun. I liked seeing the people that I care about there, and I, I liked that they were able to have fun. Yeah. I'm glad that my friends were able to party. Yeah. I mean, like... I barely even got to talk to most of those people. Right. But I was glad that I was able to create. That's why planning. That
1: experience for
0: them. That's why planning it was the fun part because I was, I was excited to create this experience for the people that I cared about. Okay. And so putting that experience for them together for them was the most fun part for me. I
1: agree. That was really fun.
0: Because I, because I love those people and I've had a lot of fucking fun at their weddings. Yep. And I wanted to do that for them.
1: Yep. Their weddings have been fun. The ones that I've gone to. But I haven't gone to many because they were a lot lot of them married before I met you.
0: Yeah. Most of my friends got married before we met. And see,
1: a lot of my friends still aren't even married. Which
0: is dope because I'm excited about taking advantage of their weddings. And I've had a lot of fun at the last couple of weddings. We went to two weddings just
1: in the last couple of months. And they were extremely fun. Yeah. And
0: I pretty much wooed your friends. Now all your Mm -hmm. friends are in love with me. I don't know about that. Oh, totally, totally, totally.
1: Okay. What is your favorite thing i do for you?
0: Where are these coming from? Google. This is cruel, I feel like. A little bit cruel. Putting me on the spot. You didn't ask me, hey, do you want to answer some questions about our marriage? You just started asking me these questions. What's my favorite thing? What's my favorite thing that you do for me? I feel like I shouldn't say it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Because I don't know. For real, though, no. What's my favorite thing that you do for me? You're patient with me almost all the time. And you have a lot of good reasons to get frustrated with me and you don't. Mm. And I appreciate that a lot. Okay. But I also like it when you do that thing with your tongue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my second favorite That's thing. your second favorite? Right, yeah. But your actual favorite? Yeah. You just won't say it? I like that the most. Okay.
0: <laughs> Way more important.
1: <laughs> okay. Duly noted. Noted. What is my most annoying trait? <sighs> I know what yours is. You know what mine is? I know what I think yours is.
0: You know what you think I'm going to say now or you no. know what you think is the most annoying thing about me. Yes. It's when you ask me to do something. This is the this is the most annoying thing that you do.
1: Okay. It's
0: when you ask me to do something that I don't want to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: then I do it because I love you. And then you're like, you did a bad job at that.
1: When do I tell you do you about a job? When you made me drive
0: at? places. <sighs> Chris has my driving.
1: Okay. I should just stop asking you to drive places because you're a terrible driver. I know. You're a horrible driver. I, know. I I fear for my life when you it's drive fair. should. multiple times during the drive. <sighs> I've already come to the terms that I should not ask you to drive. Right. And when I ask you to drive now, in the last month, I assume the responsibility and I understand that we may die.
0: I'm out of practice too.
1: I know. I didn't so, drive for a lot
0: for a very long time.
1: I accept. You will note that in the last couple of times you've driven places, I have not said a word. It's not because you've been good. You've been <laughs> extremely... <laughs> you've been so bad on your way home the other night. I really wanted to say something. I I was slightly praying a cop would pull you over. A little bit. A little bit I wanted to that's do and take it. Which is not good because that's not good for either of us, but... I don't say anything anymore. I, I bite my tongue and I look the other way. You suck at driving. That's fair. I don't know why I'm a good driver. I think I just have good hand-eye coordination and fast reflexes. But, I mean, that's just I think it's because you're patient. That.
0: I think it's because you're patient. I'm in a hurry the whole time.
1: I'm not in a hurry, so I'm able to assess Let's the situation. Let's get where
0: I want to be. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not in a hurry. I'm never in a hurry.
0: I'm always in a hurry. you just want me to navigate you just want me to be paying attention
1: no you're a terrible navigator see that's my most annoying thing for you that i think do you want to know yeah yeah you get spacey yeah
0: yeah i don't pay attention
1: i ask you to do something and you completely don't even know what i even said the last two seconds yeah
0: i don't pay attention you
1: don't pay attention so then you're like out so that's why you're a bad navigator because you're like oh we should have turned five miles ago i'm like well shit now where do we go i don't know Let's see. Do right. you see my it's dilemma? Bad.
0: No, I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah, That's I live with me. That's, I totally know what that's, that's like. My, that's my most it's annoying. Sucks, but it's like, <laughs> right, you're right, you're right. Okay. That's why I get lost. Yes. Right, and so you're not used to getting lost, but I'm used to getting lost.
1: I hate being lost.
0: <laughs>
1: you are used lost. to being lost. You're like, well, shit, I'm lost again. And I'm like, what? No, like actually lost? Like actually lost for me means like really bad.
0: No, I'm not ever actually lost. I just miss my ex and I'm like, fuck, I gotta turn around. And I actually don't, I get annoyed when I do that with myself. Because I'm always in a hurry. So, you know, it's like two things that work against it's themselves. It's
1: like a lose-lose situation. Oh, no, totally. I love I love I I that's my life. I
0: live in a lose-lose I situation. Shan, I, I snuck into this marriage with you. <laughs> the one good thing.
1: <laughs> no, and the you, rest of the thing is just lose-lose in. situations. We had a full relationship for six months before you asked me to marry him. Yeah. Does that seem fast?
0: Yeah, it had to be fast. Do you feel like it was
1: fast, our relationship? It
0: had to be, otherwise you wouldn't have agreed. No, that's, that's totally. not possible. Yep, totally. I called you into this marriage.
1: I feel like when you asked me, would you like me to be your husband? Like, I was waiting for you to ask me that forever. I
0: asked you, I was like, all right, I feel myself slipping into old patterns of behavior. I better get her to marry me now before she sees my true colors. But we were
1: engaged for every year, so that doesn't even make sense. That's
0: true. At that point, you were like, "It was like, did you want to break off an engagement? Did you want to be that person?" No, oh. I, had you, I had you trapped. I had you trapped? I'm sorry about ruining your life, Bill Susan. I'm sorry about ruining your life. I love her.
1: He didn't ruin my life. Oh, how should I didn't happen?
0: mean to. It happens though.
1: Okay, this is a serious question. When you're home alone without me there, do you close the door when you use the bathroom? No. You leave it wide open. Yeah. Does Willow come in?
0: Yes. Uh, so I do close it probably, but I don't make a point of closing it and locking it.
1: You lock it when I'm home?
0: Not always. If I'm if I'm taking a doo-doo, yes.
1: I can unlock it, Mitchell. It's extremely easy. You I just know, but
0: a... here's the thing. Here's the difference between you and me. When I encounter a locked door, I think, how can I get inside of here? When you encounter a locked door, you think. I'm probably not supposed to go in there.
1: <laughs> not so when don't. I know you're behind it. If you know I'm pooping, you're probably like, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Let's end this podcast. Where's our food at?
1: I want to keep asking you these questions because okay, they're going. funny. Keep going. And weird. Like, who wrote this? Okay. What is your favorite smell?
0: Roosters. Of course chicken it's wings. food.
1: Of course it's food. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Do you know what mine would be?
0: Well, like... I don't know. Do you even know roses? No. The smell of your horse's poop. A barn. Yeah, poop, horse poop. Your no. favorite smells horse poop.
1: No, a barn full of horses and their sweat and their eey, fur eey, and their poop and their hair and their breathing.
0: Uh huh. Gross.
1: <sighs> smells so good. Okay. What was your favorite toy as a kid? Did you were you a <gasps> GI kind of dude?
0: Like gastrointestinal. <laughs>
1: Were you a GI Joe kind of no.
0: dude? Do I seem like a GI Joe kind of dude?
1: A GI Jew? I don't know what that I is. I wasn't a GI <laughs> Jew either. <laughs>
0: I wasn't a gastrointestinal Jew.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all, all the love to my Jewish brothers up there <gasps> and sisters. No, but
1: do you know any Jewish people? Yeah. Okay. Well, what was your favorite toy?
0: Probably my Game Boy. Probably my Game Boy. I had a Game Boy.
1: Damn, I love my Game Boy too.
0: Color and I played Pokemon. It um, was pink. Red blue. Mine was the mine was the clear purple one. Clear purple,
1: you're a nerd. That wasn't my favorite toy, though.
0: What was your favorite toy?
1: It was my life size Barbie doll. She was as tall as me.
0: My sister had one of those.
1: However, my brother's friends marked all over her face with Sharpie and hung her in a tree. Damn. So after they did that, it was my horse.
0: That's not is that a toy?
1: What's your favorite memory about us?
0: Our honeymoon was dope. Everything about our honeymoon was awesome. I loved every moment of it. I see. And even the fighting with I, you.
1: I feel like when I describe our honeymoon, though, people are like, oh, okay. Like, it doesn't sound like a fun trip to them. Why? I don't know. I Most mean, it was amazing. Most people just want to
0: go sit on a beach and, and drink. And, and do get, nothing. And do nothing, yeah. We did fun shit.
1: Have you ever stolen anything before?
0: Tons of stuff. Have you? I think so. You don't even know. Damn, I've stolen all kinds of shit.
1: I don't know specifically what, but I think I stole candy from a candy shop one time.
0: I stole candy from work all the time when I worked at Meijer. I just ate a candy bar.
1: I think I stole some cream from work one time.
0: You are terrible. No,
1: I didn't do that. That was that was not me. That was my coworker. I don't. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know what's going on, but our food is not going to be here for forever. Eight sixteen. It's the estimated delivery time. Mm. You want to wrap this up? hmm. Let's wrap this up.
1: Let's wrap it up.
0: Put a bow on top of it. I love you. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: It's going to be horrible
0: All right, guys. So there's the podcast. Wasn't it wonderful? Isn't Sarah just perfect? Can you can you imagine what she must think? She has to be miserable. I don't know how she puts up with me. But I'm glad that she does. And I'm so grateful that she made this podcast with me. Honey, I love you. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a like, a rating, a review, whatever. Share the show. Check out JustRandsPod.com. You know what to do. Like us on Facebook. And... Most importantly of all, be sure to tune in next week when we have another wonderful conversation with another fantastic friend. Until then, guys, take care of yourselves. Be kind to one another. I hope you have a fantastic week. I know it's the holidays. Don't let COVID get you bummed out. Enjoy spending some time with the people that you love and know that I love you and appreciate you so much. Bye.